0: Hey friends, welcome to the Confetti Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hinshaw. I believe that picture books open the magic for all readers. Today, open your heart and let all the book feels in. It's going to be so much fun. Let's open the magic. Hey friend, Oh my gosh, so I don't know about you, but I am loving all graphic t-shirts, graphic sweatshirts, and hey, did you know I actually have one for Open the Magic or picture books for my jam? I pretty much live in my pink one all fall and winter, and I'd love for you to get on the train with me. So all you have to do is pop over to my Magic Wear shop, and you can get there by typing in bit.ly backslash capital R, capital R, Magic Wear. Again, that is B-I-T dot L-Y backslash capital R, capital R, Magicware. Let's open the magic together while being stylish. Yay! Welcome to another episode of Confetti Moments. I'm your host, Courtney Hinshaw, and today we have Andrea Burns of Bookish Burns with three S's, not one, not two, but three S's. <laughs> And I'm so excited. Now, I'm laughing because, you know, your parents tell you not to meet strangers on the internet. And I met Andrea on Instagram, but we instantly became friends because of our love of picture books. Today's episode, just get ready. You're all going to be smiling from ear to ear because when Andrea and I get together, we love talking about picture books. So without further ado, welcome, Andrea. Hi,
1: Courtney. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Can you all just respect her accent? Like she doesn't think she has an accent, but I totally think she has an accent.
1: What kind of accent do you hear?
0: Like a Midwest accent. Do you hear more Minnesotan or like Kansas? Kansas.
1: Oh, that's good. Cause I grew up in Minnesota. So usually I'd be saying, don't you know? Oh my Yes, There you
0: go. (laughs) Bobby's world.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Yes. Okay. So tell my listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and all the things.
1: Sounds great. So like I was just saying, I grew up in Minnesota. Um, I ended up going to college at KU, the University of Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Um, And I ended up staying in Kansas because I just absolutely loved it. Um, I teach fourth grade, and this is my seventh year teaching. I can't believe I'm saying that. I taught first grade for my first two years, but realized very quickly that intermediate grades was definitely my jam. Um, as you can tell, if you've ever been to my profile, I love all things bookish and as we know, I cannot live out cannot live without books. Um, I have such a passion for them. And um, I have a husband, we've been married for almost two years, and we have the cutest little labradoodle named Bogey. He's a COVID dog. So we got him, dur- you know, during the COVID times. Um, He has a little beard. He's so cute. And my parents actually ended up getting his brother, which is super fun, too, that they kind of get to grow up together. So that's a little bit about me. And yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. And like, I'm not a dog person, but I love <laughs> that, like, your dog has a brother. That's just so awesome.
1: He's so, definitely a character. He's so cute. Oh God,
0: I Love it. Oh my gosh. And I love how you're like, he's little. He's not little. He's huge.
1: I know. He's, yeah, he's a puppy technically, but no, he's grown so fast.
0: He's a man child. That's right. Um, so, okay, we're going to talk about picture books, but I always like to kind of know, like, what were teachers like when they were kids with their reading life? So what was your reading life as a kid?
1: So I actually struggled with reading in primary grades. And once I obviously, um, you know, went with a reading teacher, um, I would say that was in like first and second grade and I got better. That's when I started really falling in love with reading. So once I, you know, got to that point where I felt confident, um, my mom actually is a huge reader too. And so we always bonded over books. So she would take me. Barnes and Noble, but even better um, in Minnesota, they actually have a lot of independent children's bookshops. And one of my favorite places that we went to is called Wild Rumpus, and they have like live animals in the bookstore. So like in the wait,
0: come again? Yes,
1: live. Yes, like they have cats roaming around. Um, they have a dog like in the scary section of the bookstore. They have like spiders, like tarantulas in cages. You would go inside the bathroom and turn off the lights and there'd be fish tanks in the mirror. Like it was the most magical place I would go to and it still exists. So I need to go back once, uh, you know, I think they're closed right now because of COVID. Uh, but I definitely want to go back with that even within itself just made reading magical. And I remember when I would get, I was a little bit of a runt growing up, but when I would get in trouble, I would like, like getting grounded because I would just get sent to my room and I would just read a bunch of books. So I was very energetic, but at the same time I was able to kind of hone down and I just loved reading. I mean, I had every babysitter's club book and I would read like, I remember like 22 books at once. Like I would always start one and then never finish it. So, you know, I I just, I hope I can do the same thing that my mom did for me uh, with my future children, but she definitely, helped instill that love for reading.
0: I love it. So now I have to know, like, what was your favorite chapter book or picture book as a kid?
1: Okay, so favorite chapter books, I feel like this is cliche, but I loved Babysitter's Club and the Babysitter's Little Sisters series. I read all of those. And there's also this uh, series called Dish. And it was these girls who were chefs, and they like had little recipes in the back too. So I loved that series. And then um, I loved anything with Nancy Carlson. Um, she read or she wrote, um, I like me and she's actually a fellow Minnesotan. So I had books, um, with like her, she signed my name in it and I thought she was the coolest person ever. So I had a bunch of her books growing up too.
0: That's awesome. Did you ever read any of the magic, not magic tree house, the boxcar children?
1: Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, Love goodness. this. I oh, do okay. have to say Nancy Drew's scared the crap out of me <laughs> so I couldn't read those I would get too scared so yeah no I absolutely I would say babysitters club for sure though was my favorite oh I
0: love that I know okay. so you kind of talked about how your mom spread the love of reading for you but how do you spread the love of reading for your students Honestly, I'm a
1: very energetic person. So like when I get hyped about something, like my students know it's the real deal. So, I mean, I just get my kids so excited about reading through my passion for it and enthusiasm for it. So, I mean, I've kind of taught my kids even how to have book talks with one another and just like modeling that for them um, is really important. Just kind of telling the kids why either I didn't like a book or not and getting them excited about discussing um, the books they're reading with their peers um, it's just so exciting too, when you get a new book and you, I kind of make a huge deal of presenting it to the class too. Um, and so they always say, what did we get? Or what did you, you know, order for us? Like they get so excited about it. And even my librarian compliments me and she's like, your class, you can tell loves to read, which is the biggest compliment to me. I'm like, this is what I'm trying to do is get kids excited about reading So we do a lot of things at our school too. Like we have a coin drive for the book fair and, you know, the kids that collect the most coins, it goes all towards the Scholastic book fair. So kids are like wanting to bring in $20 and they're getting so excited about it. So I'm lucky that I work in a school where they are, the librarian's amazing and gets the kids really excited about it as well.
0: Oh my gosh. I have two follow-up questions now based on what you said. So the first one is, do you have like certain questions you always use for book talks and can you touch on that a little bit? Or, and then if you can't think of them now, that would be something really great for you to share on your Instagram because even sometimes, I mean, and I can talk books like, like nobody's business, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wonder what kind of questions other teachers ask their kids.
1: I mean, I just feel like I ask, did you relate to the characters? What was the most exciting part? Um, Would you be friends with this character? um what did you like about the book like what would you share with your friends of why you would want to continue on with this series or not um just kind of really trying to have the kids relate to the characters in the book is really important to me um so yeah that's I mean obviously there's more I, I probably can think of but just not on top of my head right now
0: that's okay. I actually, our, my students right now are reading Save Me a Seat, and I asked that question last week, like, if you could be friends with anybody, who would it be? And I was so shocked that so many of my sixth graders, maybe shock's not the right word, but I was so, I guess, impressed that a lot of them didn't pick the main characters. They were like, I want to be friends with um, Perimar, Alma because of their, you know, oh gosh, I forget what they said, but I was just like, wow, like, that's so cool. It's so deep, and I love that. I okay, my other... Love- Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I love hearing
1: their perspectives. Like you said, it's just so unexpected sometimes what they say and what they think.
0: Oh, I know. I love it. Okay. So my other question is, and you know, I know how we all say like, oh, all of our kids reading, but let's be real. There's kids in our classes that don't love books as much as we do. And they kind of roll their eyes at you know, me being so excited. Uh, what do you do for those kids?
1: I mean, I just provide a variety of books to the best of my ability. Um, I do you know, I've had kids in the past and currently that aren't motivated by books, you know, it's hard right now in this time where there's a lot of technology and they're more entertained by that. But I just always tell my kids, like, you need to read a book before you go to bed, like you need to calm your brain down. Um, So even like, you know, using that, but also for those kids, I would say graphic novels are huge. Um, Because, I mean, sometimes for them, If they're struggling with reading and then they open a book and they just see words, they start panicking. But if they can open up a book and see pictures and can make inferences through that, and I have found that graphic novels are definitely the gateway to try to get those kids to love reading more, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I so, so agree. (laughs) Oh, okay. So now I have to know, like I said, I, you know, I have questions I want to ask you, but then you talk about stuff and I got to know the answer. Yes, absolutely. So, do you read before you go to bed?
1: 100%. I, okay. If the bachelor's on probably not, but <laughs> I would say definitely for sure. I always try to read at least 20 minutes before bed. Um, obviously if I'm really obsessed with a the book, then I'll just keep going. But I'm also, which is funny, I'm trying to get my husband into reading more and he's not a huge reader, which just like kind of breaks my heart a little bit. So I'm trying to find good books for him too. Cause I'm like, he sits on his phone before bed. And I just think that, uh, that blue light just, you know, stimulates our brain. So I highly encourage my students and my husband too, to read before bed. So yes, I do. I
0: love it. Now I need to know, do you read like adult books or do you read like kids books
1: uh adult books before bed for sure um I really sometimes like young adult novels too um
0: Mm -hmm. I've just read the
1: American Royal series and I love that too so but yeah I would say kids books I'm more a daytime thing and then before bed definitely I invest in what I'm reading
0: in for sure Yeah, me too. And I'm like a big reader, but I am more of like a big reader for picture books and chapter books. But this over the vid, like I read, I think I've read about 15 adult books. Wow. I know. know. It's crazy. So fun. Okay. So I get asked this and like, I don't, I want to know other people's answers to this. What, if you're looking at a picture book, like what draws you in? Tell me all the things like when you walk into Barnes and Noble, tell me about your experience.
1: I think it definitely has to do with the illustrations. Um, Obviously, you don't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes it's really hard when it's a really cute looking cover. So I would say definitely the illustrations draw me in. And then once I just open that book and it's like the first few pages, if it draws me in, like I'm sucked in and I want more. Um, It just makes me so happy. Just like the colors, the aesthetic, the characters, um, and just having it kind of brings me comfort. Um, it kind of brings me back even to my childhood of just that moment in time where it's just you and a book and just using your imagination. It just makes you feel like a kid again. And I think that's just why I love picture books so much.
0: I love how you said, talk. you talked about your imagination and I think that's what a lot of us are losing now. It's like kids go straight to the video games and they're not using their imagination mm-hmm. and they don't know how to be bored. Like, on board well yeah go use your boredom to go find something to do absolutely and I think books really help with that okay you said you love looking at the pictures do you have a favorite illustrator
1: Ooh, that I is know. there's so
0: many um, i know
1: i'm trying to think i'll i'll think of it if i can think of one i'll come back to it i can't think of one on the top of my head because i just love so many illustrators
0: i know it's so and i love how and like so many of them have like different unique styles. Like I'll love this one. Like I love Kayla Heron from the series like Boy Like You, yes. Boy Like You, Teacher Like You, which is coming out March 15th. Totally shout out to <laughs> Kayla and Frank and all the and all of the people. Um <laughs> and oh gosh. And then I love and I, I know I'm interviewing you, but I'm just gonna tell you my favorite. Um, I love, oh my gosh, I Patricia Barton, I think it's the um she did Remarkably You and yep. The Invisible Boy like her it's so beautiful.
1: Um I think too I thought of one Scott Magoon. Which yes. We actually skyped with him a couple years ago and he has amazing illustrations and he actually did like a little tutorial of how he does his illustrations with my kiddos and they are amazing. So I would say we'll start with him but I have
0: probably 15 more I can think of. Okay so of his books uh Chopstick Straw and Spoon which one is or is it wait chopstick no it's, i was right yeah right? that's right yeah, yeah yeah okay um which one's your favorite
1: i think i have to go with the og one i think i have to go with chopsticks i just i loved how they have so many puns in it and how he illustrates the puns it just cracks me up i know i, know.
0: I think the puns in books like <laughs> I'll be reading a book and like I'm cracking up and my kids are like what is wrong with you I'm like you just don't get it that's okay I'll explain it to you yes but I'm cracking up like the whole series from Jory John and Pete Oswald and the good egg the yes okay the puns in the cool bean are hilarious like i'm cracking up so i live in california and one of the cities is called laguna beach and the, and the thing it says lagoon beach like or ray bean instead of ray-ban sunglasses like, so hilarious. cute yes and it's just the you little see? things yeah right see that's why we're friends I know. <laughs> little things um did you see they're coming out with the next one the smartest cookie yes i did and
1: they had gorgeous cookies to go with it I'm like, can they sell those cookies? I'll buy a bunch of them.
0: Oh, my gosh. So cute. Oh, we need to have, like, a like a picture book party. I don't know. I don't know. Something. I know. Well, we,
1: that would be super all, cute.
0: Right? We just need to be able to travel so we can all get together and hang out. I know.
1: We can dream. We can dream.
0: I know. I was talking to Meg this morning. Meg's one of our friends. If you don't follow her, you need to follow her, too. Sparkles, ba- not backslash, with underscore and pom-poms. And I was like, I just wanted to call you guys and ask to go picture book shopping. And then I remembered, we don't live in the same (laughs) place, Courtney.
1: I know. It's so sad. No, we're definitely going to have to get together once all this COVID stuff is over. And we're just going to be going to local bookshops, talking books. I cannot wait. I'll have my coffee. You'll have your tea. Yes. Oh my gosh. That sounds Sounds like a dream.
0: But like, what state are we gonna start in?
1: I know, I know. I don't know. I, I say California. I think we should start in
0: Colorado. You, oh well, I mean, yes, you can all kind of call California, but I feel like we should go somewhere like in the middle, Colorado, because they have really. Good I mean, in stores. between
1: Jersey and Cali is Kansas,
0: right? Um, and I've, all my listeners, I want to know: Do you call California Cali? Because well, people in California, we don't call it Cali. But I love how all my other friends call it Callie. I'm sorry, but- Cali's cool. I love it. Oh my gosh, I know. Right now, we're, we're the home of uh, the original Housewives. We're the home of, remember that show Laguna Beach? Oh, Do yeah. Do I right. remember
1: Laguna Beach? Oh, so good. <laughs> Such a classic.
0: Right? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, back, back to, to books. books. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite genre? Uh, and I'm gonna change the question a little bit. I want to know your favorite genre of chapter books, and then your favorite genre of picture books. Which I think I know that answer, but I want to see if I'm right. Okay,
1: I think they're kind of the same. Well, I have two. Can I have two? Does that count? Always can. Have okay, two. so more. I was telling you, I love the realistic fiction and the school stories. So whether that's like Wayside School, like cracks me up. Um, babysitter's club, anything that has like a school setting, I've always been drawn to. And I don't know why it's because I can relate to it because I'm a teacher. And as a kid, I love school. I don't know. I just love realistic fiction. And then obviously, SEL books are social emotional learning books are my favorite because I'm so passionate about them. And I just feel like they're so beneficial for kids. So I would say definitely those two.
0: I did not win. I thought it was biography.
1: Okay. Okay. See, now you're messing me up too, because I do love
0: biographies as
1: well. Picture book biographies are awesome. But I just, the realistic fiction, those are the ones I always, I'm drawn to. Like when I'm at the store, I always go straight to them. But if I see a biography, I'm going straight to Amazon. Like I got to get that one. Oh my
0: gosh. That's awesome. Have you read the newest Wayside School? Yes, I have so good I read it with my third graders during the um, vid last year and wow it was so good we really like I like
1: full-on crack up laughing out loud and my students think I'm crazy because I'm like this is (laughs) hilarious and I mean they think it's funny too but I really think it's great
0: (laughs) right I know oh my gosh so funny okay so how we already kind of talked about this but maybe if you have more insight how do you help struggling readers in your room find the love for reading in fourth grade, which I know we already kind of talked about it with, with graphic novels, but do you have any other maybe advice for parents? Like at home that you, you know, you tell your kids, okay, 20 minutes, 30 minutes tonight. And I really hope you don't do reading logs, but I don't think you do. Mm -mm. Um, <laughs> so like what do you, what do you tell a parent like they're like I don't know what to do it's a fight I would just say let
1: the kid choose what they want to read so whether that's even like on epic or whether that's you know on a kindle I know some like I physically love reading a book like I love holding it in my hands but these days kids like my kids love epic because there's just so much to choose from it can read out loud to them um I just would say, you know, let them choose between a physical book, a graphic novel, kind of just give them choices so that they want to read so they don't feel restricted. Kind of let them decide what makes them happy, for sure.
0: Yeah, totally. Choice is like so important. And I second Epic. I sometimes do limit it in my room just because I want them holding Mm -hmm. a book and I want them to have that experience. But I totally, I mean, mostly with COVID, I'm like, Epic, thank you. You are saving my life. Oh, during remote learning, Epic was everything. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh my gosh. So great. I thought I was thinking of another question and now I forgot it, but maybe it'll come back to me. Okay. This one is like juicy. So I don't know if y'all know, but Andrea and I started a Saturday. Well, it's not always going to be on Saturdays. So I guess once a month or maybe twice a month, (laughs) um, a group called Check It Out with Courtney and Andrea, where we get, other book lovers on zoom with us and we geek out for like two hours talking about books and so what I want to know is what is your favorite picture book that others might not like
1: okay so
0: first of all shout out to check it out like can we just
1: say how much fun it is like you and I every single time leave with like a permanent grin on our face like just the community and the other educators teachers librarians everyone that we meet through it is amazing as well so we would love for you to join us. But back to your question. Um, I would say, you know, I feel like everyone has their own opinion. Um, I would say, I don't have a specific book. I would say maybe the category would be like, social emotional learning books, just because I feel like some people might not agree with the message in them, or they just might not agree with, you know, teaching it in their classroom, which I hope that's not the case, but I would just say maybe that, but how can you not like a picture book? So I don't know. I would say I, I don't have a specific picture book for you. I hope I'm not disappointing you.
0: You are not disappointing me, but I thought of my question, Uh, my other question. So what do you tell parents when they, you know, my child needs to be reading a chapter book. Why would I read a picture book to my child? what do you tell them I would just say
1: (laughs) your child just needs to read it doesn't matter right but
0: I mean like right but like picture books can just there's like picture books are written for middle school level and picture books there's so much that you can get from a picture book like Andrea introduced me to the book and I'm gonna forget the title Andrea what's the title the one that I just talked about on my was it on Instagram Instagram. today the
1: inside outside is
0: that it Mm -hmm yes okay inside outside you look at the front and you're like oh it looks nice then you start reading it and you literally have a confetti moment sitting upstairs in your office reading it because you're like oh my gosh like this was us in April when there was no cars out like you could see this blue sky it was quiet I mean the world had stopped and like I felt it in this book and like I was there so I knew how it felt and I thought what an experience for a child who maybe is feeling insecure or maybe not understanding why they have certain like outbursts Mm -hmm. or anything. And then Mm -hmm. they have a book read to them and then they feel alive and they feel like, Oh my gosh, like everything's going to be okay. Like,
1: and just hearing that uh, someone else is going through that, whether it's a fictional character or not, just knowing that they're not alone is everything, no matter what age they are. It's relatable in any at any age, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love how you just said about the fictional character because I think about that and I'm like, you know what? The author who wrote this book, there's some truth in their life. Why they wrote that character? Maybe they know somebody like that. Maybe they've, you know, know that other people are going through this. Like right now in my upper grade class, we're reading the insignificant of life. <laughs> no, the insignificant events in the life of a cat You nailed, nailed. it. <laughs> Thank you. 10 points for me um and we got to do an author visit with her a a virtual one and her telling us how she came up with these characters it was like I I mean you all know how I felt about it I was like stop don't ever leave this conversation I want you on here forever I have so many questions um and it's just Even though it might be a fictional character, there's always truth. I 100% agree with that. Even
1: something that they went through in their life when they were younger and they want to reach out to readers and have them, you know, have a book for them so that they can relate to. Absolutely.
0: So I got to know this answer because I love to organize. So I want to know how do you organize your books at home and how do you organize them in your classroom? Okay.
1: Well, currently they're all at school. So I do have a home library, but it's not with... Kids' books. It's with adult books. And that's just organized by, you know, genre, author, all of that stuff. But at school, whoo, I love my organization at school, which it's kind of crazy how I'm much more organized at school than at home. But, anyways, so um, at school, I have like these little icons that I made that represent different, like fourth grade standards. So, like, point of view books, um, books for inferencing. And so, like, each icon represents a standard or like an SEL book. So I have book boxes. And so I put that icon on the front of the book box. And then I make a sticker with the icon and put it inside of the cover of a book so that it's really organized. So I know if I'm looking for a fractured fairy tale, I can just find it on my bookshelf right where it needs to be. Um, And that's really helped me, especially use picture books every day when I'm teaching. And my fourth graders. So, um, yeah, I definitely, my classroom, like I have my own little library behind my desk with all my picture books, but my classroom library, if anyone has any suggestions, I could use a little, a little help with the classroom library. Cause right now they're just organized by genre.
0: Awesome. Okay. So I do it by author's last name and I use um, lessons with laughter her rainbow finds okay. and like that is legit the best like I will totally give her a shout out because it keeps everything organized they're in rainbow order and I just do it by author last name. um well gosh that's actually how you and I met was when we started talking about your picture books and then you were you <laughs> took pictures for me and sent me them I was like, yes oh, I did are there ones I I don't have oh that was so fun Okay, speaking of books and new teachers, I get this asked this question a lot, and I have some great answers. But I thought, well, maybe there's other answers that I don't know about, and I love learning from everyone else. So, what is one piece of advice for a new teacher on how to start their library? Because as we all know, books are expensive.
1: Yes, they are, and I'm telling you, like when I moved to fourth grade from first grade, I had no books, so I had to figure this out. Um, number one is donors choose. Like shout out to them. I'm telling you, I have gotten so many books through them and they have so many opportunities to either refer a friend or do a certain, um, do like a little quiz and you get like money for that too. So it's super easy to set one up. Um, Also, I know this this store isn't in every single state, but I go to Half Price Books um, and since we're title one, um, I had to fill out a form and they gave me legitimately four huge boxes of chapter books for my library which was amazing for free um so that was incredible and then I go to first book marketplace a lot because a lot of their titles are like a chapter book is like two dollars so sometimes I'll just treat myself and treat the kids and just buy a bunch off of there um also asking retired teachers or teachers that are leaving um that has helped a lot because I know they don't really know what to do with them when they leave. And then sometimes I just ask on Facebook, if anyone has books, they're willing to donate. And I usually get a really good response.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. Wow. You had really great ideas. Some of them I didn't even think of. Yeah. No. Now you, you said something that I wanted to comment on teachers, please, 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 please go through your chapter books every few years. And get rid of the ones that are, like, from (laughs) 1980. No kid wants to read that. Like, okay, the classics, yes, keep. But, like, ones from 1980, like, they don't want to read that. I know. And
1: that's why I'm actually really glad I did this, like, three or four years ago. Because some of the books that I was donated, I did have to go through. And I'm like, they will not be intrigued by this. And that's why I love Babysitter's Club rebranded. Because the kids die for Babysitter's Club now. And I've had them on my bookshelf, the OG ones. And no one touched them.
0: And now they're like gold. And all the kids just want to read them all the
1: time now. So
0: absolutely, I agree with that. Oh my gosh, so fun. All right, y'all. Now we have to get into the nitty gritty where I got to learn about new books because that's like my favorite. So what is your all-time favorite picture book that gave you a confetti moment?
1: Okay, so... I have two: one for my childhood, and then one currently. Does that count? Can I do that? Yes.
0: Remember, we, you and I, I say we have rules, and then I'm like, sure. I'm like, I'll be here all day if I don't,
1: you know, stop myself at some point. So, one for my childhood. Like I said, I love Nancy Carlson, who is a fellow Minnesotan. Um, it's called "I Like Me." Um, I had it signed by her. I remember reading it so many times, and I, um, really believe in teaching girls to have such strong self-esteem and this book is all about loving yourself. And so I think it really did help just knowing that there's one part in the book that says, I wake up the morning and say, hi, good looking. And I remember just like constantly reading that all the time because I just thought it was hilarious, but it's like little things like that. I feel like a lot of girls and boys need to kind of read that to help their self-esteem or, you know, it kind of helps them with their self-confidence so definitely that one
0: can I just interrupt you yeah can I interrupt you for a second and just tell you how much I enjoyed you just reading that <laughs> like you had your little like another shout out teachers when you're reading a book please read it before and I know we don't always because like hashtag time but like also like when you get into it like that like you're gonna bring your readers to like love books but if you're reading it like one day the cat jumped out of the river like no kid wants to hear that I don't even want to hear myself reading that but the way that Andrea just read like I'm already like okay Andrea when we're done with this please text me that title like I'm so I actually read um quiet please
1: Owen McPhee the other day with my kids and you know how he talks all the time and so I was like talking so fast and my kids were so rattled about it they were like oh my gosh we can't even understand you and I'm like yeah this is you know when you Talk this much and this fast. Like, it gets like they were getting so into it that it was cracking me up. Okay. The second one I have is Just Add Glitter by Angela Dieter um, it Like, this is one where I went to Barnes and Noble and I saw it and I was like, I have to have this. And I know you have your confetti moments. This is a glitter moment. If you love glitter or just anything bright and shiny, this book legitimately. Has real glitter on the pages. Like you feel it. It's It's amazing. amazing. Yes. And I would say I love this book just because it kind of wraps up my life motto that if you're feeling down, just add glitter and just pouring glitter everywhere in life and adding sparkle to your life. Cause I'm all about, you know, just trying to be positive as much as you can. And I want, you know, kids to kind of have that same mindset. So I would say those are two of my favorites.
0: Oh, that's so good. I need to know. Do you allow glitter in your class? I
1: okay, no. Well, I mean we don't. I mean I have a few decorations with glitter on it, but like art projects with glitter. Oh my gosh, gives me like hives. I can't. Yeah. Oh okay. no, can I'm glad. Okay. Yes. Okay, we're the same. So, but yeah, no. I just like a little glitter. Yeah, no, glitter is a little a sparkle. sparkle. No, absolutely.
0: absolutely. Like when I. I let the kids decorate Valentine's boxes they bring in and they're literally on no, like in highlighted, bold, it says no
1: (laughs) glitter. Yeah. That, I remember, I, I think I did a rookie move my first year and had glitter and there was like glitter in my hair, like all over
0: everywhere. And the custodian didn't like you for another two years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, so now we got to shout out: new books that are coming out in twenty twenty one. What do you okay, got for
1: us? Okay, so it's called *The Lost Package* by Richard Ho. Have you heard this? Yes, nope. I got gotcha. you. You haven't heard of one? Yes, in my heart's so happy. Cause Courtney knows everything and I, every book and I just have to stump her sometimes. Um, I, it's about, um, how a lot can happen between the post office and the destination. And it's a whole story surrounding like a package and it's all about USPS workers. And I feel like, especially this year, they are heroes, like shout out to them. And I just want kids to understand and appreciate the hard work they do. Um, I was actually waiting in line for stamps at the post office. And there was just some people being so rude. And I was like, you know what? These people are working their butt off. And I just feel like people need to realize that they are the heroes right now. And so just a book about that, like I'm all about it.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. Um, I've started something as of this week where I think, I don't know if you do this and your husband's going to be like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> but I have started watching... I started watching YouTube videos about picture books. Um, It sucks you in. And I just learned about a new one coming out at the end of this month called Watercress. And it's about a girl who's moved from Asia and she's trying to fit in here. And they go into the field and they're like cutting down watercress. And then I don't, I feel like he said somebody sees her or I don't know. But like, I cannot wait to get that book. And then there's one called The Survivor Tree. About a tree that oh, I've survived heard that during one. Yes. that one. Yes. I am so pumped about Absolutely. those two. No,
1: that one sounds so good. And I know I've, there's usually something on YouTube that we watch every year about that tree and my kids get so into it. So like a book about this is like,
0: I'm stoked. Oh, that's so exciting. I think it comes out in August, like August 11th. I oh to my say. gosh. Okay. I have to ask you another question. Um, so people ask me about books and I'll be like oh that book's out April 25th or whatever whatever do you have do you do that or is that just a quirk of mine that I know books I definitely dates? do not I feel like
1: <laughs> I'm just not good with dates in general I'm like it's coming out in March usually I know the month
0: not the exact date <laughs> oh my gosh you know what books coming out on well, I mean this podcast won't be coming out it's going to be later in March but on March 2nd. A new day is coming out. Remember that one? Oh, it's about yes. days of the week?
1: Oh, my gosh. <sighs> have you ordered it already? I know.
0: No, but I think <laughs> I'm going to go do it right now.
1: <laughs> I love it. Do you have a book budget or is it just endless?
0: Um, I do have one, but I'm not very I good love at it. staying on it. And I will be honest, I do get a lot from publishers, but my own one. I, I need to be you know better. What? Like you said. But I'm like, you know, I don't have a husband. I don't have
1: kids. So that is your passion. And guess what? Friends. Like you said, for Christmases and birthdays, you're like, give me books. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: But oh my gosh. Okay. Where can because y'all need to follow her? So where can my confetti moments listeners? You can find, find me
1: you? at Bookish Burns with three S's, not two, not one, but three S's on Instagram.
0: Woo. It's her feed is so fun to follow. And Andrea, it's been so much fun having you. I could keep talking to you, but I feel like we're going to close our book here and everyone go follow her. She's so wonderful and she's definitely a light in the book community. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Courtney. I appreciate it. Hey teachers. How are you? I am just so thankful that you have been listening to the Confetti Moments podcast. It is something that I love to do. I love to share my love of picture books and books and the love of teachers with all of you. And you know what I would love as well is, hey, why don't you share this podcast with another friend to spread the magic with them? And leave a comment. Let teachers know, what do you love about this podcast? What do you want me to share more of? I would love to hear from you. All you have to do is go on to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review. Thanks so much. And as always, open the magic. Thank you so much for tuning into the Confetti Moments podcast. I hope each story or tip you heard today brings the love of reading into your heart. Take this confetti and sprinkle it all over the children in your classroom or home. See you back here next Monday to open the magic.